or presents Rapacity in Blue. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And welcome back. Have some God gas. Let's uh, let's let's get biblical up in here. Uh, we're in the swing of it. <laughs> Season six. We're talking about rapacity and blue. Yeah. Uh, as mentioned by the lovely and talented Brayton. Yeah. Uh, this episode, written by Doc Hammer, originally aired February twenty first, twenty sixteen. And it is the first episode where we really get into the Blue Morpho and Kano stuff. Monarch and 21 finally have something to do. And wow, this is a fun episode. It's real fun. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is a great episode. Has uh, the, the good Warriana shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, real fun episode. Yeah. Um, kind of the beginning of the rotating cast of supervillains for season six uh, as the Monarch and 21 work their way up the ladder. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of working on knocking off the villains that are above them on the list. Yeah. Um, and it took them a while to get there, even though this was something that they originally were doing in the first season. Right. Um, this is how you got by Baron underbite mm-hmm. was their first attempt at this stuff. Yeah. Um, they're like, we we're doing this. Uh, we don't want to be comic booky. We want to be Johnny questy, but we did keep making new characters. And eventually they'd be like, well, we, we already have the Monarch. Yeah. Like, could the Monarch do this? Yeah. And yeah, the Monarch kind of, kind of could. Um, yeah. And you know, we, we, we get the Monarch here kind of getting a new purpose because he did kind of, you know, fall off there in the middle seasons, you know, just a little, a little bit aimless after, uh, after he was unable to be an official arch. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they're picking up those threads. Yes. feels good to have the Monarch have something to do. Very much so, because it's yeah. a fun character, and the, you know, I'm still like I, I, I am enjoying the, the 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 way that Twenty One and the Monarch are playing off of each other in this. Yeah, the, what the the worst part of this arc to me is that um, we end up with a kind of frustrating, like the Guild and Doctor Misses the Monarch, not knowing we end up with like some Three's Company style shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, during this, and that is, I think, a currency that you have to spend carefully. Very much so. Um, if you push that too far. And I think that the, the, this arc of the show does maybe lean on that a little bit too much, mm-hmm. uh, in a way that feels like a product of two separate writers. Yes. Like they're both borrowing from the same account, but they are not checking the account balance first. Right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. On that idea. But other than that, it's, it's tons of fun. Yeah. Um, we get very little information, uh, <laughs> behind the scenes information in the book or the commentary. We learned that, uh, Doc Hammer purposely sabotaged his therapy. Yep. Uh, not a great thing to do. I, nope. I had an ex who did that, who was like, I hate my therapist. I don't think she's right about anything. I was like, you should get a new therapist. And she was like, no. Yeah. And then we broke up. Um, but it was like, yeah, don't, don't purposely sabotage your, your health care if you can help it. Yeah. It's kind of a waste of um, money and time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we don't learn a lot about the ins and outs. No, no. Just that they think it is a very pretty episode. And it is. Yeah. Yeah, looks good. Uh, begins with Rusty's alarm, waking him up nice and early. Uh, it's a hologram of JJ. JJ programmed a year of these, of JJ waking up, telling him to tell Sally she's special mm-hmm. and tell him what he has to do. Uh, the big thing is they have three days for the science conference to make sure something called OS Sparkle Dream is ready. Yeah. Uh, JJ has a stand-in for Apple. Yeah. Here. 
you know, and Rusty is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe, like, I I need to figure out how to turn this off. A little bit ghoulish to be woken up by a, by, by a ghost of your dead brother every morning. <laughs> they live in the ghost of their dead brother. They do? Like, I, yeah. I kept thinking they were going to do more with that. Like, in the first episode where Dean thinks it's too soon, the instructions on the J-pad. Yeah, the J-pad Siri voice, I, yeah. 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 Um, so that's the entirety of the cold open. We go down to the to, to the lab. It is no longer just an anonymous basement. Like they've done it up in Ventec colors. Uh, they got racing stripes all over the place. Uh, this is what they wanted the astro lab, <laughs> the um, uh, astro lab to look like. Uh, uh, you know, and remember, the astro lab is a tiny, tiny, dank concrete place that smells like cigarettes so it's very funny yeah. that they're like yeah we could do like racing stripes and numbered stations and it's like guys come on <laughs> yeah and, and it, saying they would do that and then not doing it is very relatable oh yes uh, to me yeah uh rusty goes down to the, the r&d lab to see what they're working on uh billy has uh the Segway that he's working on uh there and rusty's like okay well paint it venture blue and militarize it mm-hmm. uh you know because <laughs> that's what rusty does sell things to the military uh-huh we can call it the um, zip arounder. <laughs> zip arounder. Uh, he's bragging about being invited to the Science Now uh, conference, and Pete's like, "You know, weren't you banned from that show by showing up with a vacuum cleaner that leaks radiation and <laughs> suck that radiation back up?" Yep, it was the, uh, the boom broom uh, from uh, yeah, the boom broom. It's from the the pilot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, or, oh no it, nations. <laughs> no the pilot was a disintegration ray uh oh, okay. so he took it and obviously it was a weapon uh it's from tears of a sea cow uh is what the boom broom was from boom boom broom was fought from gotcha yeah gotcha gotcha <laughs> little callback <laughs> yeah uh so but he presses them like you know we have to we have to make a big splash at the show regardless and gives them a little pep a little pep talk he says reach up my ass and amaze my heart you know yeah wow me yes uh, back over the monarchs, Dr. Mrs. The Monarch is in the shower talking to her husband, like, Hey, like, you know, if you stop harassing venture, I can get you bu- bumped up to an eight as soon as tonight. Yes. You know, one of the things that giving the monarch something to do is he becomes a real shitty husband. He does. Yeah. You know, he's not a good husband at any Normally. point really during this. Like Dr. Mrs. The Monarch is an excellent partner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't hear cause he's down in the morpho cave. Right. With 21 and 21 is trying to convince him to, you know, to take the mantle. Yeah. Uh, uh, at this point but he says no you know you should be painting this place getting rid of all the stuff and painting it to yeah. make it the egg sack it's <laughs> uh, the worst name ever for a lair <laughs> yeah um but uh he just did it, it, it the, the thing is he doesn't want to be a good guy the notion discuss him it's barely tolerable that his dad was a good guy right yeah maybe yeah. um 21 says your dad wasn't really a good guy he was you know a, a vigilante um, you know, and we could take out all those guys, like look in the comics and Monarch says, Oh, the same comics where he never mentioned he had a kid, which is a real non sequitur, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, uh, and every issue ended, ended with his dad giving a fruit pie to troubled teens. Uh, do you know about that? You're not a comics kid. Uh, do, uh, do you know about that? I, I just, the, 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 in universe or in character ads that were like after the, the actual ending, like, okay, yes. it's a, it's a, it's a full page ad that looks like the, like more of the comic. But, uh, but, but it's like a little like Superman giving away fruit pies, hostess fruit pies. What was it? Fruit pies? What was it specifically yeah. that? Okay. No, I, yes. I don't, I, I don't. You know what I'm talking about? Those like, they're kind of like a, a sugar calzone. Yes. Yeah. The, it's, it's, yeah. it's full of, it's, it's full of, uh, uh, purple gel that tastes like purple. Yeah. Yes. As a kid, I fucking love those. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I, 
when I was an adult and could just buy my own food and stuff, that was one of my first like sticker shock things of realizing something that I enjoyed was really bad for me. Oh yeah. Uh, and I stopped getting them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I n- never really bought them for myself because I learned to look at the back of something and see an nutritional information and be like, Oh, this says like twice as many calories as a Whopper. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> yep. like, yeah. I was like, um, Oh, uh, th- th- there's so much like better tasting and better like better stuff i could be spending those calories on this doesn't make any sense yeah as a kid reading firestorm comics the uh the first comics i got into before i got x-men pilled mm-hmm. uh just like getting to the end of the comic and watching fireman or firestorm uh just give away a bunch of fruit pies was really incredible that, man specifically fruit pies huh yep. yeah fruit pies. they also make a chocolate one that is just filled with pudding it, that uh, sounds vile i was pretty fond of it as a kid but yeah. again yeah you know yeah, I mean, it just it, it all, all, so it, it is all bad, but also like nostalgic. How many episodes have we talked about Little Debbies? You know, yeah, yeah, which are also yeah not good and not good for you. Yeah, yeah. but somehow uh, we give them to children. Yeah, <laughs> very yeah, funny. It's uh, it's horrible. Yeah, uh, Manola warns them that Doctor Mrs. The Monarch is going to come downstairs, so they rush up the office, um, and uh, she notices them flustered, and they they start practicing uh doing the tango yeah and doing again that real real threes company shit yeah um like oh we're just doing the tango i was just rehearsing for a play you know that kind of shit i I get annoyed at that i don't like that trope very much no no Um, 21 tries to explain it saying you know a good henchman and villain relationship is a dance of death yeah uh dr mrs the monarch isn't an idiot even though she's portrayed as one this season um she's off to uh to meteor majeure um and monarch's real mad she gets in the car with phantom limb who likes you know politely waves yeah uh, and she hates oh you dick i hate you you know through gritted teeth <laughs> yeah um uh cut over to like what could barely be called a plot like this is just a we, we gotta get the boys in here somehow um yeah so hank has met up with serena right uh but he is not confident he has no idea what to do he's you talking to dean saying oh now you sure you may see me as a lady killer dean the guy who knows his way around smooching and also touching the bathing suit areas of a woman <laughs> uh, dean's like i don't think that uh, <laughs> but hank just like, continues <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a ruse he's actually inexperienced yeah he's asking dean and he's like why are you asking me ask dad he's like i tried that and all i learned is that my dad carries around pamphlets about the dangers of chlamydia <laughs> in his wallet i love rusty's weird idea that his kids are just gonna fall in with loose women and get diseases yeah i mean that is a recurring it's, thing like it, th- that was part of the halloween scare right yeah <laughs> like dean had to, his dad it burns when i pee <laughs> he's very terrified of that yep you know it's like hey penicillin exists dude <laughs> the uh we cut back over you know this point uh to uh them doing pete and billy giving presentations to rusty yes you know to uh to try to uh, wow him for the science conference yeah at this uh, point rusty shoots down the idea for the silent washing machine they don't want to do appliances you know the boom broom yep. uh, backfired on them um a silent washing machine would be amazing oh yeah god my, my washing machine's in my fucking kitchen uh, uh it's incredible like when i used to uh, live in a house with a washing machine it kind of puts a condi- like a a world tendency on the house it does yeah like, you know it's not it's it's you're in wash world tendency it's not great no it's not especially when it's probably 20 feet from where you record a podcast <laughs> yeah no good yeah 
Uh, so the next in- invention uh, is shuffle dynamis. <laughs> so it's like okay, I, I love this. This is the, the, this um, is uh, you know yeah, it's, it's a green solution. It's special boots, a special ma- magnetic boots, and a special floor that uh, generate electricity as people walk around. Uh, the problem is, you know, the overhead. Uh, it barely generates enough electricity to run a pencil sharpener and technically it's slave labor to which Rusty responds. Oh, we can get around that. Yeah. <laughs> Rusty's a, a businessman. Yep. He knows that he knows the, how to massage it. Uh, Pete very sweetly tags in Billy mm-hmm. at this point. I love he gives him the high five. Billy comes up. Um, I also just love seeing Billy get a high five. Yeah. Uh, Billy's come up with a drug called the Prometheus drug that regenerates a liver. Uh, of course, because Prometheus yeah. uh, having his liver uh, eaten there and, and doc is excited. Like, Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know, he's like, if he's like, well, you don't understand. It just keeps growing livers. <laughs> People just go, uh, blow, you know, blow up from having too many livers. Yeah. It just creates a liver and just keeps going. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah and is the, the, the real con is i'm getting sick of blowing up mice uh for a scientist to get sick of killing mice i know i uh, just boy that's a uh, oof i mean they hate them shits <laughs> they, they take joy in it they poison yeah. them they measure the yeah. tumors and they put it up a high score yeah they uh they have to cut off their heads will used to do it when he's training to be a uh, a scientist mm-hmm. and there's like a little guillotine yeah yeah that's like their little it's very sad my uh my my mom will sometimes you know because i was i was very i was was good at high school let's say they're good at science Mm -hmm. and math and stuff and just like oh you know so much about like medical stuff you just uh just uh you you should have been a doctor you know this like especially like back when i was in college and she didn't really approve of the 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 courses that i was taking it's like do you know what you have to do like, do you know how much you have to, like, no, I don't want to cut a mouse's head off, mom. <laughs> you should be a doctor is such a weird thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it's like you get paid well, but doctors aren't happy or anything. No, no. Uh, it, it's just jam packing, you know, three minute appointments, as many of them as you can possibly get in one day. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy that I got out of my education without dissecting anything. Oh, oh! I was wow. watching you... the the least least of the vegetarian episode where she had to cut up the worm. Oh yeah, uh, and it was just making me very sad. I'm like, man, I don't want to dissect something. No, I you know? I, I dissected shitloads of stuff. Oh yeah, no way, dude. Yeah, cut, no cut, way. I'm not I'm not down for that. Cutting into a beef heart, uh, uh, dissected a crow, um, uh, goat's eyes, stuff like that. Fetal yeah. pig. Uh, had to had to, oh man, no thanks. A whole bunch of fetal pig. Can, yeah, computers fix that. No yes. longer do kids need to do the barbar- barbarism of like literally tearing apart living flesh. <laughs> you know, I, I have no idea. Just yeah. Look at a video. Yep. You know, <laughs> do do a VR. Go into the Oculus. You know, corridor <laughs> uh, for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, just, it's a big advantage to never taking biology. Also, biology was very boring. Well, uh, yeah. as a class. Yeah. Like the actual whys of stuff and the hows are good in a kids explain science way. Mm-hmm. But. Not in no. a uh, useful to everyday knowledge way. It's it's a lot of learning about ATP. Uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, just uh, just a bun- bunch of stuff like that. I was, I was more of a chemistry and physics man myself. Um, no, this stuff is certainly more interesting. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah. Even then, though, I still want the kid science version. Well, of I course. want the, the the teacher to like. Yeah. You know. Do a cool explosion and tell me I, how it works. All that I want is for the teacher to just burn different elements and just like, well, what color do you think this is going to be? Um, and there's, you know, there's only a couple of different options, but whatever it is, I'm going to be surprised. <laughs> I'm going to clap. I'm going to laugh. I'll clap like a seal, you know? It's like, yay. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. But no, I just uh, I if I a part of me would die every time I had to cut a cut a head off of a mouse. Uh, it's yeah, yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> like I'll eat animals, but that's always that's been on the bubble for years. Like, yeah. I just love an animal. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. The uh, they keep making making livers. It's great. Uh, this is all they have until Billy's like, ah, you know, I guess we, you know, we do have the god gas. And uh, Rusty gets excited, like, oh, god gas. He's like, yeah, it's this gas that induces religious visions. You know, it kind of stimulates the cerebral cortex. And Doc starts leading him on. Mm-hmm. He's like, or you know, this is Billy. And Billy's like, no, you know, it's not that. <laughs> yep. He's like, come on, you know. And uh, Pete calls him out. I was like, what are you guys talking about? And they both say at the same time, Billy really deflated and Rusty really triumphant. Mind control uh, gas. <laughs> they really cute moment. And uh, Pete's like, you guys are so cool sometimes. Like, <laughs> it's a really sweet little Pete and Billy episode. Yeah. In this one. <laughs> Even though uh, I, I, Billy does nothing wrong. Billy is just let down by the people around him, by Rusty's leadership and by Pete's uh, just shoddiness all around. <laughs> uh so uh, th- this is going to be our B plot. Yeah. The monarch is getting ready to, to paint the egg sac, but 21 is standing outside uh, the door dressed up as a Jedi. No. Uh, they do the literal, um, the only thing in there is what you take with you. They just do the joke again. Yeah. No. That uh, Hillinger did. Uh, but I love, uh, you know, he says, you don't need to go down there. Uh, and 21 says, there's much anger in him. And here, was I any different when you taught me? <laughs> uh, I, I love just 24's voice coming in as a cameo. Oh, I, for, I forgot that that happened. It was just, like, just smiling yeah. from ear to ear. Oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> Good to see him. Yeah. Um, so well, what 21 wanted the monarch to see was on the crime computer. Uh, there's a, there's a video recording. Uh, this is apparently a big reference to a documentary movie called autofocus. Uh, that is not a documentary movie, my friend. That is not a documentary. I've never seen autofocus. What is that? Oh, dude. Uh, it's a fictionalized account. Uh, gotta see autofocus. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy. It was like a game show host. I want to say played by Greg Kinnear in the movie. It it was, it was the guy from, um, uh, Hogan's heroes is, uh, is, is what it was. Yeah. Uh, apparently Raging sex addict yeah uh, and he, he he would record his exploits he was a real uh he yeah. was he was a real dennis uh you know yeah there there's uh take that the level uh, <laughs> <laughs> dennis, uh, sunny. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. uh there's a there's a scene in that movie that'll stick in my head forever uh he's friends with willem dafoe as his swinging partner okay which like real you know challenge mode right there uh, <laughs> but there's a part where they're reviewing the tapes and it's really a great scene like he's really into it like he's mm-hmm. like just like watching himself intently and willem defoe's there thinking it's gonna be a good time and uh he spots on the camera willem defoe grab his ass okay you know he's like hey man did you just grab my ass and <laughs> and willem defoe's like yeah i mean yeah man it's just it's uh it's it's, it's group grope <laughs> and then there's the idea of group grope to my head oh god and greg kinnear is furious because he doesn't go in for group grope Absolutely. wow um, just the, the arbitrary way that you draw that line huh yeah i, w- I will have sex in the same bed with this man uh-huh. with, with the same women but if he touches my butt no group grope <laughs> yeah um huh yeah but yeah uh, it is a, a fictionalized account i think it's based on like a, a tell-all book gotcha if I recall. okay i'm probably getting a lot of things wrong but i know it's not a documentary yeah. Okay, so yeah, just but just uh, a movie about that real about yeah. that real man, yeah. Uh, but yes. uh, but this is it, you know it, it is a video recording. Um, uh, Don, you know Don Fitzgeraldo, uh, the 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 blue morpho. Uh, he has turned on this camera and he's demonstrating this uh, this remote video recorder to Jonas. 
um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Venture Sr. is there, you know, saying like, oh, yeah, it'll record, you know, <laughs> it's like seven inches of tape per second and a package so small that, like, that it can fit in your car's trunk, which is fucking Very ridiculous. Good. Yeah. You know, you're going to put me out of, out of business. Oh, no. Super science is your game. I'm unhinged. <laughs> a vigilante, a bad guy. Yeah. You know, uh, he says it into the camera, you know, putting on the mask as a joke. This is supposed to be the thing that convinces the monarch. Yeah. Can you be a bad guy? I don't necessarily think that follows very well. No, no. You know, again, the monarch's not an idiot either. Right. Um, so he's like, what's on the rest of that tape? Uh, 21 says, <laughs> you don't want to keep watching that. Um, and they do. <laughs> I love this so much. Jonas brings in the ladies. Uh-huh. It's like, we've got some super villains. <laughs> and Town's like, looks like they've got a growth ray. And they pull and their pants down. down his pants. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so good. And then the monarch's reaction, that's not mommy. Uh, it's very good and i love in the art book they describe something that is absolutely the case and it's like okay a one level of horror is okay you're watching your dad have an affair like that's you know something of a betrayal it's, it's not something you want to see but then there's also the lingering is my mom gonna show up and like is, yeah. is she gonna be a part of this <laughs> yeah i i think that i could stop watching I, I certainly like I could. Oh yeah. Like the idea is, you know, you say it, but you'd actually be compelled. I would not be compelled. No, no. I decided you just know, you know, yeah. a, 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 a mind that expands to a new idea, i.e. exactly how your dad fucks real good. Uh, will yeah. never return to its original shape. Yeah. Or real bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, what, I mean, what if he's just garbage at it? So Jonas is uh, Jonas would not hang uh, or involve somebody who could not fuck real good in his uh, in 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 his double team gang game, especially with Jill St. John and Stella Stevens. I you think that, but I also think that uh, they're probably attracted a little bit by the wealth and Playboy lifestyle. Not true, maybe. Uh, yeah, uh, 21 says, I'm pretty sure that's Jill St. John and Stella Stevens. I'd look them up. They're old timey actor actresses. Oh yeah. Uh, beautiful. Woman. Uh, yeah. Pete and, uh, Billy, they, they're testing the God gas on some mice. Uh, Dean's hanging out and they can't tell if it's working because they don't know whether a mouse is having religious visions. Mm-hmm. Dean's like, that one's lonely. <laughs> Should you write uh, that down? <laughs> <laughs> they may cause loneliness in mice. <laughs> You know, that one there, that one there wants to be alone. Uh, that that's really good. Yeah. Actually, so don't you have class? Not until nine thirty. You know, uh, Hank. I'm getting away from Hank, basically. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, Hank's asking for advice on how to score. Yeah. I love I love this interaction. Do you know anything about that? If I did, would I be down here? Uh, yeah. You know, we're like we're not we're not to fun fun Dean yet. You know, uh, no. or you know we're we're just away from funding. But I do like sarcastic Dean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, upstairs, Hank is talking to Brock about this, which he should have been doing the entire time. Yeah. You know, asking for advice on kissing. I love this. Like, she have my eyes closed or open? It's like, <laughs> your eyes, her eyes closed, your eyes open. It's moving slow like a cobra. It's a move. <laughs> and we do the little, he does this close up and you see from Hank's point of view. Uh-huh. Like Brock coming in to kiss. It's real good. Yeah. Uh, it's very funny. In the, uh, in, in the art book, Jackson's like, oh, we should really take that out of, out of context and put it in a promo. <laughs> like yeah. Rebecca's <laughs> Rebecca's gonna get in the relationship with Hank. What a twist. <laughs> uh, Hatred radios Brock and interrupts them with a code green. And uh, Brock's like, who's the hostage? Me. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's somebody in the lobby. He's going to head down. Cut to the lab where Pete and Billy are in the background. We keep cutting to the progress of these mice. Yeah. Uh, this is just a cute little background mm-hmm. joke. Uh, I really like this, though. I think it's very adorable. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the, the, the mice are, are religified. Uh, one of them is Moses speaking in front, in front of, uh, instead of the golden calf, it's a graven idol of Billy. I love it. It's so cute. The way this uh, progresses is very funny. Yep. It reminds me a little bit of um, what color is your clean suit? Stuff. Oh, yeah. It fast forwards through history. It's great. Um, the monarch is sitting on the front porch talking to Manolo. Uh, and I love this. He's like, what should I do, Manolo? And I was like, you know, I'm not Mr. Feeney. You know, you should, I don't care about this stuff. You should just do whatever you want. It's like, oh, Manolo, so wise. I'll just do whatever I want. <laughs> you know, I'm not Mr. Feeney. Like, I don't care about this stuff. Should we, oh, should, should we explain who Mr. Feeney is to people who are oh, yeah, people who who Mr. Feeney is? Yeah. Uh, he's the wise guy from uh, Wise. He's the Mr. Wilson, basically, of Boy Meets World. Yes. Yeah. It just uh, he was he was there to dispense wisdom and uh, help the help the 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 main characters solve their problem, problem help solve their problem the for the episode. Yes, yeah, it was like Mr. Wilson, except the bottom half of his face still existed. <laughs> Mr. Wilson was was Dennis the Menace. The neighbor was just Wilson. We never learned his oh, last just name. Wilson. Yeah, well, I am respectful. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, uh, so there. Yeah, um, I don't know that man. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Dr. Mr. The Monarch calls, you know, interrupts this kind of reverie here saying, hey, did you file this? Uh, did you file this form? Because if you haven't yet, you need to file the extension version of it has to be the, you know, form 269A instead of the form 296B. And this is the final straw just being being uh, nagged about paperwork. So it's, it's a bad deal. He's going to go on his own. Yeah. Uh, he goes downstairs. He tells uh, 21. He's like 21 is painting it as the egg sack. He's like, no, no, we're going with your idea. He's like, what? You mean pile all this crap up and climb it like the aggro crag? Uh, uh, no, Kate, I know it's time to suit up. Yeah. Uh, and we get this intro. This is a very super friends heavy season. Yeah. Um, this is phenomenal. I love uh, this. I love this. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's, and it's, it's the announcers, you know, talking about like, ah, yes, inheriting his birthright as the blue morpho, blah, blah, blah. And they, they, they kind of reach the end of it as they're suiting up. Um, and they realize their outfits don't fit them at all. <laughs> the monarch's yeah. outfit is too small or is too big. And, uh, uh, 21's outfit is too small. So they go into another one, another intro, basically the same thing, using the skills taught to him by his high school home economics teacher, Mrs. Alton Kano makes key <laughs> alterations to their costumes. They, they have the word home economics pops up in the super friend font. Yep. It's real cute. <laughs> uh, this is, there's a minor nitpick thing here where he drops out of high school. Yeah, uh, they address it during the commentary and stuff, and they're just like, "Well, he could have done it at night school or something." Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, it's just very cute. Mm -hmm. uh, they take off. Yeah, we go uh, the hatred subplot. We check that out where he's being held hostage by Herringatang, uh, <laughs> who is kind of a Craven the Hunter uh, yeah. kind of character. Yeah, so um, he's he's like a, a a really really like hairy like half beast Australian guy. This is a uh, Steve. This is Orpheus's voice actor. Yeah, Rotenzi. Uh, yeah, Ritazzi. Yeah, uh, um, but he's there. You know, I mean, I'm here to bring Venture pain. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to get uh, Stephen Ritazzi in there. Yeah, uh, Brock comes out and draws his gun. You know, and Harangatang uh, draws on hatred. You know, uh, saying you're pathetic. Strike me. Uh, hatred punches Harangatang. One of his teeth fall out, and he picks up hatred by the collar and headbutts him rapidly. Knocks him on the ground. There's so there's so much good rhythm of head injuries in this in this episode. It's real good with the knocking on the door later. Yeah. Um, and then Harangatang tells Brock to strike him, 
you know? <laughs> uh, and they, they just start doing this posturing, like, you hit me, well, you hit me first. Yeah. Just take your shot, big boy. Are you afraid? <laughs> oh, I'm not afraid, but are you? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And Moriana looks down and is just over it. Like, this is nonsense. I can't have this happening down here. So she rides her invisible chariot down and knocks out orangutan with a sucker punch, you know, to the back of the head. Right. And Brock says, oh, this is a dirty pool. Yeah, that was my kill. Right. You know, just uh, just uh, it's, it's it's against the rules. You know, and Moriana again, very good. I heed not your bro code. I love Oriana so much. <laughs> um. So back in the lab, we just cut over to the lab, showing them advancing. Mm-hmm. Like they've, they've now moved on to uh, New Testament style mice. Yep. Uh, here. Um, and Brock is very, you know, very upset about this. They do a little bit of that posturing as well. Yeah. Uh, Brock and Oriana. Until Brock goes up into his room, and he's just like staring silently on the bed. Uh, Hank comes on. And he's like, what if she's wearing a sports bra? Like, what do I do then? There's no hooks. Yeah. And Brock is, is uh, black-pilled. And he's yeah. like, you know what you want to do? You just stand there like a jackass. You let hatred get hospitalized. Uh, <laughs> it's very he's, specific. He's, he's very upset and self-critical. Yeah. They didn't fight Oriana. He didn't know what to do. Yeah. He's in a horny frenzy. And he's like, oh, you yeah. know, I've got no way of telling her that her muscles and attitude are a turn on. He said he's at a loss for what to do. And Brock has never been at a loss for what to do with a woman. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Hank, it's not processing any of this. It's a, it's a real psychodrama. It's like, okay, I get it. Only lady bodybuilders wear sports bras. Got it. <laughs> The uh, another thing that is a minor nitpick of the season to me mm-hmm. is that the New York inside baseball stuff isn't aren't jokes. Mm. Like they're driving there and they're making jokes about like which tunnels to take and which bridges to take. And as somebody who does not care about New York, yes, uh, I could not care less. Yeah, all that you um, care about New York City for is whether or not freaks can find company there, and the answer is yeah. yes. My understanding is that they can, and if I were looking for all the weirdos in the world. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I might find them. Yeah. Uh, it just, it doesn't, we don't spend tons of time on it, but it just feels like wasted time. Yeah. Like take this bridge. No, take that tunnel. Like maybe if you live in New York, that's very funny. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do not get the joke of it. No, it's like, Oh, um, you know, don't take the tri county. That'll put you in Staten Island. Yeah. This, this whole section I would have cut. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, uh, the, the important thing that happens here is the, you know, 21 says your beard's very distinctive. You need to cut it. He's been growing it out for 20 years. Uh, but yeah, they've gotten too trendy. I'll donate it to locks of love. That's cute. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants your greasy facial hair. You're like curly puby <laughs> yep. facial hair for locks of love. Yeah. But we just, it's just a whole scene that does not accomplish very much. Yeah. The, the important thing is he just kind of, he just, he, he cuts it down to a, uh, to a shorter goatee looks very much like Rusty's goatee. Yeah. Which is uh semi important later in one way and then not followed up on in another way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really weird kind of, kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, having done the mouse crucifixion, uh, the mice are now converging on their tyrannical king. Uh, they're wielding torches. Uh, the king's, um, (laughs) the king's uh, like nest. He's on a throne of mouse skulls and he's surrounded by little mouse heads on little mouse pikes. (laughs) It's real cute. The, uh, the horror, the Venture Brothers official, like the, the wiki of this, uh, that sucks. Has like a bunch of things where it references and just says the Bible. Uh, <laughs> it's very funny. And then this one, they said Skeletor because of the throne of skulls. And I'm like, now the throne of skulls. Yeah. A, 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 th- a throne Skeletor, of you idiots. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Skeletor. No. It's like I... the second most common use for skulls. <laughs> I mean, aside from goblets. <laughs> like, yeah. I would say goblet. I mean, they have, they have a hole in the bottom. Well, you do just fill that up with some wax. Come on. 
Yeah. Cut to Alton Brown. If it were me, I would take the flower and make a little <laughs> kind of paste that would cover up the hole in the skull. Yeah. <laughs> Man, why why didn't they, he have made anybody cook in a human skull yet? Yeah, you all your mixing and cooking in this human skull, Bob, and then just pull out the fatality of Bob. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. No, you got you, you 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 don't just have to deal with the foramen magnum. You got to deal with the uh, with with the eye sockets too. That's yeah. a whole. That's a whole a big whole, deal. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, skull is not very uh, seaworthy. Yeah, um, I mean, and, and bone is not necessarily a good conductor of heat. Yeah. So yeah, the answer is to use it as a bunch of marrow cracking. The, the, the answer yeah. is to use it as a vessel for deep frying, uh, which is usually yeah. usually the way to go. Man, a deep fried skull. Mm, tasty. If you were an ogre, can you imagine? <laughs> oh. Like if, if I wanted to make friends with the ogre kingdom, like that'd be the way to do it. Oh, Introduce just... them to deep frying. Mm-hmm. Deep fry a whole peasant. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, Sealing the mm, juices. <laughs> yeah, my son. Like, it explained to the ogre about letting peasants rest. <laughs> just, seriously, just five minutes. It it, it yeah. makes a world of difference. Grog, no wait. <laughs> no, seriously, grog. <laughs> grog, you're gonna. It's gonna be a huge mess. Uh, you want those juices yeah. in you? That juice is flavor, yeah. grog. Okay. Don't you like the juice, grog? <laughs> grog like grog like the juice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and you. Uh, so Billy presents the god gas to Rusty, like, oh, this will cause visions, maybe make somebody more suggestible, but it's not mind control. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Rusty's not hearing it. No, no. Uh, you know, and and Pete, he has uh, developed this fun little gun uh, as uh, as the dispenser. Uh, it's a gun with a Ventec logo on the stock, uh, and, you mm -hmm. know, to, to deliver this gas, you know, at a burst at 15 feet, right? Uh, yeah. Billy says, Hey, you know, we need to do more testing on this. But then he notices that the mouse habitat on is on fire. This is where he screams. I'm so sick of killing mice. <laughs> yeah. Which scientists never get sick of. Right. Or they wouldn't be scientists. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rusty says, you know, listen, we, Billy, you got to move on to human testing. We only have three days. And Billy thinks this is obviously wrong. You know, where are we going to find someone to take this untested mind control drug? And then by Providence, uh, Brock messages them. Yeah. Um, Harangatang is back. Yeah. He's like, I'll deal with that guy. And uh, Rusty says, you know, leave him alone. I need the villain. <laughs> um, both uh, Billy and Pete look at him. He's like, what? This is within the rules. <laughs> like, this is Rusty playing you know the super science game yeah yeah he gets to test super science on on villains yeah why not you know? like we're it's it's a weapon so let's use it let's let's see yeah. let's see how this goes yeah yeah so uh things are colliding here uh 21 and the monarch they arrive at columbus circle you know they're just they, they, they know that orangutan's hanging around here and uh they rush up they need they need to hurry because the meters are too expensive yeah 350 an hour is ridiculous again new york joke uh the uh so Brock has orangutan and a hold, you know, he's going to throw him into this hole in the ground, uh, this <laughs> hole in the ground that a white whale put there, uh, mm -hmm. last episode, Yeah, you know, uh, but Brock says, no, 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 like put him on the ground and step back. Yeah. Billy drew the short straw. So he has to actually fire the God gas gun. He apologizes to orangutan mm -hmm. and he pulls the trigger because Pete is such a fuck up. <laughs> uh, the gas tank basically explodes. It hits the ground and, and uh, Brock, orangutan and Billy get God gassed. Yes. They, they, they all get big whiffs of it. Uh, yeah. You know, their eyes turn all pink or whatever. 
Um, and Rusty leans into this, is trying to do the uh, suggestion thing, like, you are my slave and I am your master. Orangutan looks up at him and sees, sees him as Satan. Eh, it's not, yeah. You don't have to do too much to Rusty to make him into Satan. With Billy has a tiny little like demon yeah. option. <laughs> little devil. Yeah. So he picks Billy up and carries him over to the hole. Uh, as a spawn of hell, I cast thee into oblivion. He's about ready to throw Billy in there and kill him. Yeah. Uh, Billy sees Rusty as an adult version of Rusty Boy Adventure, you know, thinks he can uh, save him. And they call uh, Rusty calls for Brock, but Brock just rubs his eyes and runs out of the lobby. Yeah. Uh, the God gas gave him the uh, the nudge he needed. Yes. Uh, there. Yeah. Uh, Rusty runs after him and the Monarch and 21 are coming in in confusion. Yeah. Uh, you know, they step inside to go after Harangatang. And Billy uh, thinks that he recognizes them. Yeah. So they go. It's the blue Morpho. Um, yeah. And uh, says, oh, you know, please, please, please save me. So 21 you know, goes into action, swiftly goes up and grabs Billy and throws him to the throws him to the monarch. But the problem is, you know, up close, Billy gets a good look at the blue Morpho's face and says, "Ooh, yeah. I, 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 I think I recognize you. Right. So the monarch drops him. Yeah. Uh, we're going to find out later this is he thinks he's uh, rusty. Yes. Uh, 21 throws her hang into the pit or punches him. He falls in the pit. Yeah, and expresses and distress. Kind of the this of 21 not wanting to kill people. Yes. So. He, he is distressed by this. Uh, and so 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 they run away, and Billy calls out, like, oh, I'll keep your secret, Blue Morpho. Yeah. Uh, Rusty is trying to get into the tower across the way. Uh, the doorman throws him on the ground, and the monarch helps him up. Uh, yeah. Rusty recognizes him. Rusty knows who he is. He's <laughs> like, you can't be you. And he goes, I'm the Blue Morpho. <laughs> uh, citizen, you know. Uh Upstairs, Brock marches down the hall. There's a guard outside Warriana's apartment. He grabs and knocks on the door with her with his head. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. Yeah. Um, Warriana answers, you know, Heracles, what an unpleasant surprise. And he just, you know, says, uh, you know, take me. Like, I want to be with a real woman. You know, yeah. I want to worship at your altar. There's nothing, uh, you know, in this world but your power and me, the man who can see it. And uh, she sees opportunity here and grabs him and does this, like, I'm going to yeah. ex- wear you out. <laughs> you know, this very, like, pretty sexy monologue yeah. for, for Rihanna. To break you upon my wheel. Yep. Like, it's, it's very intense. We're going to find out later this just means uh, butt stuff. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, Rusty uh, walks back into his lobby, uh, confused by this, right? Just uh, like, oh, my God, we failed in this mind control. You know, maybe we can just fall back onto the under the silent washer or whatever. Uh, but Pete says like, oh, you know, we can just like, it, what we have is pretty impressive. We can just go back to calling it God gas. Yeah. You know, uh, making this, this plot just kind of go full circle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at this point, instead of using a gun, they could use an aspergillum. Oh, you mean one of those Pope water sprinkler things? Exactly. Just leaning into the, into the, uh, into the religious angle. Yeah. Yeah. This, this made me feel like somebody was on the show was showing off that they knew the word for that thing. Oh Yeah. That, that felt a little like trivia to me, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh, Billy looks at Rusty and says, you know, I know your secret, Blue Morpho. Uh, Rusty ignores this. This is the thread of this that doesn't go anywhere, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Dr. Mrs. the Monarch thinking that uh, Blue Morpho is Rusty does. Yeah. Um, they did another post credits where it's they had to do this at the end because they had some kind of production hitch and they had to like paper over some, you know, some plot stuff. Yeah. So we end up with a non-jokey you know, end credits thing that just pushes the plot forward. Yeah. Yeah. So the Monarch 21, they're walking in, uh, they're, they're returning home. Just like, Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. I can't believe you were calling everybody citizen. You know, it's classic. 
Um, yeah. No, but, 20 months into it. Yeah. They got their car towed, but they'll figure it out. Uh, and they walk inside and Dr. Miss the Monarch is uh, sitting out on the stairs. Uh, they panic and then they try and dance with each other. But it's like, no, no, I know exactly what's going on. You know, I felt so bad yeah. that I missed date night. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I came back early, but you guys were gone. Uh, she, she, you know, doesn't suspect that they're the blue morpho or anything, even though they're basically wearing half of the costume. Uh, she thinks that, uh, 21 and the monarch, uh, went out on the date night themselves. Yeah. D- despite her. Yeah. Which again, like she's acts really angry about that mm-hmm. and doesn't recognize the the outfit when she sees it later. Like, I don't like how. It feels like in Doc Hammer episodes, characters get turned into idiots every once in a while. Yeah. For no reason. I don't. And Dr. Mrs. The Monarch is one of the most capable people. Mm-hmm. I don't like how she's an idiot. Like, I don't really yeah. like this post credits no, sequence. No. Um, you know, and I also don't feel like it moves anything forward. No. Nope. Uh, you know, the idea is that she, you know, it's showing her to be clueless. Yeah. Like, at first, it seems like a reveal that she knows the secret, but we're not going to get her knowing the secret for a long time. Right. Right. Um, you know, and I would have would have preferred a joke. Yeah, the the, the function uh, here is just to get, give plausible deniability, so uh, the monarch has room to move as the blue morpho. Uh, you know, kind yeah. of under her nose. Yeah, yeah, and show that they liked it. Yes, which, um, it's, it's a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uh, end part is uh, not great to me, but it's fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, good fun episode. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like Harangatan, even though uh doesn't get a lot of screen time. It's just fun that he's just he's not he doesn't really have a plan. He's just there to challenge them to a fight. <laughs> yeah. Harangatang and Battle Axe are real fun. Yeah. And that you know, Harangatang is A plus pun. Oh yeah. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And it's we're we're going into my favorite stretch of this where he like tanks for nothing and it happening one night. Yeah. Uh these uh just weird villain episodes <laughs> that are real fun. Um yeah, gonna get Brown Widow back pretty yep. soon. Good shit. Love it. Uh, if you like this show, you should head on over to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and support your boys. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate it. We do a lot of shows, uh, and this is our job. So we uh, rely on listeners like you. We do. And uh, we appreciate your generosity. Uh, lots mm-hmm. of cool stuff you can get there, bonus content and the like. Uh, it is all laid out there for you if you uh, are interested. Also, you can leave a rating or review on whatever podcast directory you find us on. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, uh, Podcast Addict, Spotify, etc. And of course, tell your friends. Yes. Um, yeah, as we mentioned uh, on the show and then other shows, early releases going away. Mm-hmm. If you do patronize us, you're getting other benefits instead. Um, a pack of premium shows, you're getting Slack access, stuff like that, uh, and all the bonus shows you'd ordinarily get. But early release is going away. Yep. So uh, just be prepared for that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's probably about it. I think so. Well, I mean, obviously, we got the one thing, though. Yeah. Go, Go Team, team Venture. Venture.